Hello and welcome back. With Christmas rapidly approaching, we thought we'd take a look at what's on in fandom over the festive period. Well, this pro-celebrity vid firing at Piddle Trentide, formation manual de-blobbing in Wookie Hole, not to mention a display of reverse standards conversion just outside Wimble Minster. And our old friends, the over-80s new Disc Blake 7 restoration team, will be showing you a dozen easy ways to spruce up animals. And we wish them the best of luck. Ho ho ho, young Master Trowbridge, make the Yuletide announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, with tinsel in their windows and holly in their drawers, it's episode four of Round the Archives. Christmas Eve on BBC One. Hello and welcome to issue four. Yes. Is it? Yes. I don't know. Of Round the Archives, which is the Christmas special. I'm Andrew. And I'm Lisa. And I'm going to be coughing a lot. Because he's got, a, he's had a cold. Yes. So, so Lisa might be speaking more than So, so than think me. of blob, blob, blob. <laughs> blob, blob <laughs> Fleming. There's a lot of blob, blob. Fleming going on. A blob Fleming. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> Right, leftovers from last issue. You yes. wanted to plug milk a bit more. Yes, yes, I realised that we'd we'd mentioned the Wurzel book last time, but we didn't actually say where you could buy it from. Huh. And the, where you can buy it from is Milk Publishing, which is www.milkpublishing.com. Um, and I have lots of lovely books available, most of which we own, um, including the recently released All Memories Great and Small, which is unsurprisingly about All Creatures Great and Small. Uh-huh. And the re-released uh, Life of JNT, which is now called Totally Tasteless. Oh, yes, that's and very good. And it's very colourful. Mm. Um, so that's, yes, that's Milk Publishing. And um, they do wonderful books. Oh, They've got lots of books about lots of different things, though quite a lot of them are Doctor Who based. Yeah. <laughs> and also from last issue, the supposed recovery of... Jeeves the and Jeeves Worcester and Worcester was just another copy of a Jeeves and Worcester. Yes, so, um, so they w- World of Worcester, wasn't World it? Of Worcester, yeah. yes, they sort of already had it. Yeah. And, and they went, oh, oh, no, actually, we've got this one. Never mind. Anyway, yeah. but this week and last few weeks, we've been mostly watching Christmas Night with the Stars. Yes, and we? the ITV, sh- ITV version, which is all star comedy. Is it? I forgot carnival. what it's called. Yeah, all-star comedy carnival. I want to say all-star comedy classic, but it's not really a classic. Yeah, it's not a name that's terribly memorable, no, to be honest. No, So, And they're both on... Well, obviously, um, Christmas Night with the Stars, which is the BBC version, went on for longer. It went on for something like 12, We've seen the 1958, yeah, 1964 and, and 1972 72. ones. Yes. 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 So let's go through who was on, on the 58 one first. At uh, 58, you have... If you hold that again, okay. Lisa. Billy Cotton yeah. and his band, mm-hmm. and he was he was directed by Billy Cotton, Bill Cotton Jr., not Billy Cotton Jr., who later went on to be director general of BBC One. Yeah, yeah. So um, you also had David Nixon. Oh, he was introducing it. Yeah, Oops. who's who? For anybody that doesn't know, was um, a magician. 
Yes. Um, he did a very good trick with a fairy on the Christmas he tree. He did. That was amazing for 1958 because it was it was it's long before the days of colour separation overlay. Yeah, they're doing it with inlay. So yeah. he picks her off the tree off and the she's tree dancing. And she's dancing on his hand. Um, yeah. We've got Charlie Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Chester. Yeah, never seen any Charlie Chester before. Not in a hurry to see any more. But Dixon of Dot Green. That was good. Yeah. It's just yeah, very very much in written sort by of George's sort of house. Yes. Everybody yes. sat around the table and yes. he does a tribute to them. He does. Yes, and it's it was you could tell it was written by Ted Willis. Jimmy Edwards. Jimmy Edwards. Wacko. Wacko. That's yeah. something I've no intention of seeing any more of. Okay, and Tony Hancock was yes. the highlight probably yes. as a budgie. as a budgie. Yeah. Looking fed up. Yes. But that was quite interesting. Yeah. Um, zooming on to the 64 one, yeah. Jack Warner now hosts. Hosting, yeah. Yeah, doing an okay job. So you've got the Baron Knights. Yes. Billy Cotton again. Yes. Dick Emery. Yep. Benny Hill. Yep. They were, they were, they were interesting. Yeah, they, they, were, I they wouldn't were sort of say talking heads. Sort Benny of. Hill was all out loud. It wasn't that. Christmassy, to be honest. No. It was, no. what was it about? Some sort, about of, sort of delinquent. Teenage, well, to, yeah. I say teenage in highlights because he's obviously not a teenager. Yeah. But he was meant to be a teenage delinquent. Mm. Hmm. Uh, marriage Lines. Yeah. Cornelius um, Gales and Richard Bryars. Uh, Hugh and I. Yeah, that, that would probably work better had we known anything about all the vast cast yeah. of characters in it. They were doing some sort of silly clapping hands game. Clapping hands, word game, yeah. Mm. yeah. Andy Stewart singing about whiskey, which yeah. I could do with it right now, yeah. as a matter of fact. <laughs> and um, The Likely Lads, that yeah. was the best bit, That was the best it? bit for that one, yes. Probably mostly because that's the thing we're most familiar with. Yeah, yeah. it's where they're going to go out drinking and they yeah. end up having arguments over Rupert Bear annuals. It is, yes. Who was in which story? Yeah, yeah. Which... Is it Edward Trunk or... Yeah, Edward... that, as a TV fan thing, the that elephant. was quite a familiar thing about yeah. sort of trivia. Yeah. Trivia questions. Right, what else have we got? <laughs> 72. Mm-hmm. Um, introduced by the two Ronnies. Yes. With some truly appalling jokes. Yeah. Mm. Mike Yarwood. Yeah. Doing yeah. impressions of two of which I know who they were, which is Harold Wilson and... Um, not No, right. and... Edward Heath. Lulu was on there. Lulu was on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Goodies. Goodies. Silla Black. Oh, yes. And Dad's Army. Dad's Army, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of four Dad's Armies yes. that they did for yes. Christmas and we've night. we've listened to the other ones. Yeah, there's two um, that are missing, yeah. which, for which the there are soundtracks, and two that survive. Um, so we had Broadcast to the Empire, which mm-hmm. was on the 72 one. Yes. Which was supposedly set on Christmas Day. We presume it's 1941 because yes. it's they're part of a thing, sort of to absent friends. Yeah, it's like yeah they did. They did a radio show where they went to soldiers all around the world that could talk to their families at home. And yeah, it was yeah. a chance for the families to hear them. And there's ones. a reference to what is it, Old Mother Riley's yes. Christmas party, yes. which was actually broadcast in yeah. the evening. Um, well. So, yeah, that was that was quite a nice little bit of sort of reality there. Yeah. And Old Mother Riley, for those who, of you who are not familiar with the character, is like a sort of 40s version of Mrs Brown. Okay, fair enough. Down to the fact that he was also married to his supposed daughter. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but we did listen to the other Dad's Armies, one of which is basically just sing- singing the floral dance, yes. isn't it? Yes. And it does feel like it's a bit of a... Yeah, it feels like it could be... It an, could be a Are You Being Served, served thing, because yeah. later Are You Being Served ones yeah. are sort of based around sort of sewing singing and yeah. sort of and, and song and dance stuff. about. Yeah. Yes. But it's noticeable going through these that the the 50s Christmas night with the stars are very much variety. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then suddenly the 60s. Because you, you, you said it felt like it was more like 1948, yeah, it, didn't it? Because you had Vera Lynn. Had, you had Vera Lynn on here, who was only in her 30s at that point, probably. But it's, you know, you just it just really felt, I mean, probably because as well, because it's in black and white, it felt very variety led, a little old fashioned. And yeah, it felt like it was 1948 mm. rather than 1958. But the, the 60s one is sort of more recognisable, isn't it? In yes. that you start to get more sketch stuff like The Likely Lads. Yeah. By 72. Um, if there's more. more yeah, because uh, I, have, I, have I have to say, of all of the stuff we've seen, I think the Dad's Army stuff is the best the best written. Yeah. And it's the two that survive that are the best best ones i think although yes. i did like the line in the the, the missing one from 68 because the 68 one would have been the first christmas that i saw yes. the 72 one would have the been first the first christmas, christmas that you would have yeah. seen yeah. and there's a line isn't it there's a telegraph pole in in the, in the all and six dead father christmas is yeah. underneath it <laughs> for the verger yeah because um, mm. the everybody's come dressed as santa claus for, for various reason reasons and they're yeah. doing pt with a telegraph pole yeah. and they sort of they trapped underneath it. It's yeah, a bit hard to tell like on audio. Yeah, but, yeah uh, it's hard to t- And obviously there's no... But these are available on a, on a disc of Lost. CD of Lost yeah. Dazami stuff, which stuff. does include um, uh, Strike for Fraser. Yes. And that rather weird 90s thing. Yes. <laughs> with robots, which I'm not with sure. With ro- robots. I'm not sure people would have known what robots were in, in, in the 40s. Robot Winston Churchill. Yes. Yeah, th- this is a... A thing done in the nineties. Yeah, to to commemorate this closing of the studio where and a lot of it, radio had been filmed. Basically, um, the, the surviving the only people that are left, which are Pike, the vicar, and, and Hodges. Hodges. Yeah, and Julie yeah. Perry. And as you said, by by that point, um, Ian Lavender can't quite do the voice. No, he's a, he's a little too fey. Yeah, I think. But yeah. yes, um, yeah. I mean, all these sort of Christmas night with the stars, these three that we've seen are available if you know where to look. Yeah. Um, but they're quite fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. They are. You know, they. Yeah. It was a, it was a sort of tradition, mm. um, and we on the BBC. But let's briefly ones. talk about the ITV ones. Yeah. Um, so there's there's only two that exist, and a sketch from I think it's a 1968 one, which is the Dustbin Men. Oh yes. Which Father Christmas may be bringing us for Christmas. Oh really? Courtesy of our lovely chum Paul Chandler. Um, and it's 1972 and 1973. Yes. So they're uh, both introduced by Jimmy Tarbuck. Jimmy Tarbuck. Yeah. Dimmy Tarbuck. Dimmy Tarbuck. I cannot speak. No, oh, sorry. Speak. <laughs> um, who was the best thing on it? Uh, Emu. Emu. In 1972. <laughs> yes. Without a doubt. Why is Emu so good on that? Because, because I mean, in 19, the 1973 one, they have a ventriloquist with um, a, a doll, a grandpa doll, an older man doll. you don't like and i don't like ventriloquists uh, anyway doll. i find the dolls deeply creepy but emu it works better because he shows emotion you know when he's cross you know when, or he's, when cross, he's scared or when he's scared when he's shy when he's incredulous you know you know everything it's you know it's it's amazing that oh, you can here do so are. much. Here's, here's a full list of what's on these things. Yeah. So, and I have to say, the other good thing on the 1972 one, and I am slightly embarrassed to say this, is Love Thy Neighbour. Yeah, we were worried about watching yeah. the Love Thy Neighbour thing, but but if you can get over compared the to odd... some of the yeah racism mm-hmm. aside, and I yeah. know that's a huge hurdle. Yeah, um, it's actually better written than a lot of some of the other stuff. And there. I have to say. As we were talking, we're talking about racism, and I'm not going to go quite into what he says. But on the 1972 BBC um, 
Christmas Night with the Stars, there's a, a joke told by Ronnie Corbett, and it's it's about Enoch Powell, so unsurprisingly, it's quite racist, but it's really casually done. Yeah. So but, it's it's the sort of time of, of, you know, when these things were being But honey, played. you've got Love They Neighbour on the buses. That's rubbish. On, on the, the buses, buses, that's a very yeah, odd one. Just, yeah. just weird. Nearest and dearest, that's not great. No, anything with Jimmy Jewel in is basically rubbish, I'm sorry. Because the other thing is what, spring and autumn? Yeah, that's I'd from never, the 1973. Never heard of that. Billy Lyre was weird. Yes. You see yes. Colin Jeevans in a tutu. Yes. Yeah, yeah. don't often see that. No. Father, dear father. That was all right, yeah. Yeah, man yeah. about the house, not yeah, bad. Not bad. Doctor yeah. in charge. Yeah, that was okay. Fen Street gang. That was just. I don't get the point of the Fen Street gang. <laughs> just, they've left school. Leave them alone. Yeah. So I mean, these are what these run for about an hour or so, don't an they? An hour and a bit. Frankly, yeah. it felt yeah. longer. It did feel longer. Yeah. 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 But um. But yeah, I think. Yeah, Emu, I could have seen more of. Yes, I could have. You get this weird thing. It's a bit like Alan Partridge in that Mm. you get sportsmen coming in as well to talk to him on the sofa. I think it does. I think it does influence knowing me, knowing knowing Yule. Yeah. Which we should watch it again at some point. I mean, Um, the thing about it as well, and I have I have no problem with Jimmy Tarbuck. But he sort of has to showcase his jokes by saying boom boom at the boom, end. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I'll and go I'm like, there. if your jokes were good, you he would have to say eight boom times, boom. doesn't he? He does. And it's like, stop saying boom boom. Oh, and you do get the choirs as well, oh, the school choirs. School choirs, yeah. yeah the 1973, it's the same choir both years and the same members, but the 1973, the, that's hair is extraordinarily, <laughs> you just think of like mud. Hmm. And, and, and groups like that it's all down oh, to their oh, shoulders I thought, I thought you no, meant they were dirty no 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 just their, their hairstyle oh right big, big 70s hair big 70s hair right yeah. and you get Moira Anderson on the um, is it Moira Anderson I get her confused I, I, with the other Moira Lister or whatever I have it is no idea to be honest it's one or the other Scottish one anyway so. Scottish one yeah. Scottish Moira. So, oh, and Linda Bellingham's on the 1973 oh, yes. one, and Kenny Lynch. Oh, the oh, the oh, yeah. Yes. And I have to say, there's a bit of casual racism going on with Kenny, with Kenny Lynch. Lynch. But yeah. it's it's Tar- Jimmy Tarbuck to Kenny Lynch, and uh, they they're mates, so perhaps perhaps you know. Oh, Leslie Crowther as well. Oh, Leslie Crowther, yeah, yeah, because there's a whole sketch. Um, My dad's played football against he, Leslie Crowther. Yeah, did, I've got they, some yeah. black and white photos yeah. of him, and he's got a silly hat on. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, they, they do this thing in the 1972 one with. I can't remember what it's called now. Something with Wogan, Terry Wogan. Christmas with Wogan. Christmas with Wogan. And they do a whole um, thing where they pull some people out of the audience, but it's Peggy Mountain and Hugh Lloyd and, and Leslie Krauser and Sylvia Sims because they were in... Um, uh, and then you've got Amy Turtle And Amy on Turtle at, one's on. It's fr- central, isn't it? Yeah. So they just... And, very, and, very weird. And Noel Gordon. I just wheel all these people on. And Linda Bellingham and, and um, Judy Buxton from General Hospital. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's this. I oh, wouldn't. Larry Grayson. Oh yes. Oh yeah, Larry Grayson. For some, what was he dressed as? Uh, I thought he looked like the hooded claw. I, I think he was meant to be like little Zorro. He had a mask right. and a hat on. Yeah. Well, I don't think he was meant to be the hooded no. claw. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have been. Then, no. really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it was made. You know, you know who uh, the hooded claw threatened, don't you? I do. Mm. Don't Penel- start with Penelope Pitt. Penelope Pitt star. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I think we should stop now and, and, and go on to the Christmas chat. We've got yes. Warren on the sofa. Um, now that we recorded about a month ago, yes, <laughs> so we better use that. Yes, see you soon. Bye. Bye. In a contemplative fashion, by the flickering embers, dream free from every kind of passion. Let us sip our ember cream. <laughs> what a tranquil situation, rich and well.
cream cypress sherry by appointment to the upper bracket. We have a threesome on the sofa today, Ooh, don't we? A threesome. <laughs> Lisa, me and young Uncle Warren. Hello, darlings. Uh, we're going to talk about Christmas TV. Which is yeah. ironic because it's November. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's November the 12th. Yes. And we've uh, just watched the first episode of The Box, Box of, of Delights. Delights. Yes. Marvellous. Excellent. Yes. I've never seen Box of Delights So before. now Warren yeah. has to go and, home and order Box of yeah. Delights. But, <laughs> Express delivery, that Express one, definitely. Delivery. But we're going to talk about that elsewhere yes, on this yes. podcast. I'm just sitting at the scene. Mm. I look forward to it. Shall That's I get good. the fake, fo- uh, fake foam? Shall I get the fake snow out? Yes, get if you like. Foam the machine out, foam machine out. Oh, yeah, Jamie, smoke foam. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Christmas telly, come on, not come on. Rubber, not the rubber turkey again. Christmas telly. Yes. Yeah. Starts with the Radio Times. Or oh, we, yes. Any yes. time we get Which the Radio Times. Which gets increasingly times. earlier every year. Yes. yes. Now, yes. You, you sell the Radio Times, uh, well, don't not, you? Not personally. My, my establishment I mm. work for does. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to get, what, four issues into three weeks? Yes. Is that right? Yes. It starts at the beginning, sort of beginning to the early bit of December, and it comes out on the Saturday. Then the next episode comes up. Uh, next, episode. Next, episode. next episode of the Radio the Times. The new Radio Times. Next, next episode. Escape to Danger. The Radio Times what comes out on the Tuesday. What, what did you say? Episode. No, issue. 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 Bless you. Issue. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> the next issue of Radio Times. Bless you. This could take ages if you've got to keep interrupting. Because it's yes. The next issue comes out on the Tuesday. The next issue comes out on the Saturday. By this time, all the old people are confused and buy, try and buy the wrong issue. That's, just, to, that's just the excuse for you, isn't you it? You have yes. to say to them, you know that's the week after next, don't you? Mm, Is okay. it, dear? Mm. It's on the shelf, dear. But I remember getting... I remember the days of the Radio Times when the Radio Times was just BBC and the TV Times was ITV. You didn't, you yes. didn't buy the TV. We did buy the no, TV. No, we did. Oh, yes, no. It was no Chris, a, Christmas yeah. was the only time we'd buy... The radio, radio and TV times. No, that's exactly the same in my house. And you had to hold it up so all the the uh, giveaway <laughs> all the rubbish fell out. And there was a few pages left inside there, wasn't there? Nothing changes. But did you, did, did, you, did you sit and circle things? Yes, mark them up because um, we. I had a little black and white portable, so I could run up and watch in my room. But most of the time, um, I was the only one that watched Christmas uh, Christmas telly because mm. both the parents worked. Ah. So, yeah, I was there going, this is not going to clash with this. It was the days before video recorders. Okay, but I mm. also remember this book. What are you laughing at? Okay, whatever. I don't care. Well, thanks for much. I'm off now. <laughs> You're not the star of this. Merry Christmas. Uh, but I remember. <laughs> Thank you, Harley. I remember. Um, it was one of the few times I would, Belgium, actually, you know. I would actually look at radio stuff as well. All right. That um, certainly in the late 80s early 90s they were christmas they dig out episodes of the goon show and i do remember it the hobbit was um oh, the radio wow. production of the hobbit was on yeah is that um, the one with bill niggy as 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 samwise gamgee uh, doing an absolutely awful samwise gamgee is in the hobbit Ooh, oh the hobbit the hobbit oh sorry not no, not the lord no, of the rings no, i no, beg your pardon no 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 um this is in, I think, four it's episodes. That's prequel, that was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> prequel, yes. He might have been him. I've been really, really But yeah, really I, cool. I'd, I'd actually look up sort of comedy stuff and things like that on the radio. But for me, Christmas telly is, is your comedy and light entertainment, really. It was your staple provider, wasn't it? It mm. was, you knew that you were going to have your Morecambe and Wise. Mm. You were going to have another variety show that would always Mike be. Mike Yarwood. Mike Yarwood. Oh, my word. In yeah. persons. In persons. And this person. is me. And this is me. <laughs> As if you never knew. <laughs> but I love the way you used to have to, yes, to signpost he was doing 
Oh, yes. I'm doing so Frank Spencer. Doing Frank Spencer with yeah. the hat or Harry yeah. Wilson with the pipe. Or... Yeah. But Dick Emery? Oh, Dick Emery, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two Ronnie's Christmas specials. Yes. Yeah. By the seaside mm-hmm. as well. They did. Oh, yes. Christmas, didn't they? Yes. They filmed that in Pool, didn't they? Pool. Pool. Um, but there's a few staple comedy ones that they they get shown round and round, and every year I'll I'll oh, I'll, tr- I'll yes. look forward to them. Is you is your two porridge, porridge Christmas specials? specials. Yeah. Um, Dad's army. Dad's, Dad's army. and son. Um, are you being served? Was in there as well. There are yeah. some. There are some. Are you being served? Oh, Lord, yes. You can't actually show anymore. <laughs> no Christmas no. specials. Yes. Um, there. Yes. <laughs> and then, then of had, their time it was the days before you had to make your sitcoms depressing at Christmas which was sort of the oh, they, taken oh, over by EastEnders and stuff oh like I was going to say the best Christmas Wolfords ever had yeah. yes um, but yeah it, it's it's very much um, in, the, in the vein of I, I don't think there was much sort of drama stuff I would no. necessarily would look drama, forward to. But, you it's wouldn't have but it, it, it wouldn't. It's all about families by the television. I mean, there's a line in Steptoe about Zed cars with Holly in their helmets yes, or something. Yep. Um, but I've never seen a Zed cars Christmas episode. That's don't exist. Uh, <laughs> isn't there a softly softly task force at Christmas or something? There's, there's, there is one on that first disc, and I can't remember what it's about. We can look that up later. No, neither can I. Uh, but the, the, pro- the problem with drama programmes that had a, a, a Christmas, because there were the odd drama programme that would have a Christmas theme throughout it, they would always, you knew there was going to be yeah. a happy ending, or there was going to be an unbelievable ending to a certain, mm. a bit too twee, a bit too happy. Um, because you keep up the Christmas spirit. Now you said twee. I'm just thinking of Terry and June, actually. Oh Lord, no! Yes. <laughs> oh God, there's, there's a whole. Isn't there a whole Terry and June episode where the boss comes over and then they all fall oh, asleep? Pod. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I it blurs into one a bit. Isn't that the? No, wasn't that the one where they're playing cards? I think there might be more than one Terry and June <laughs> special. Yes. Is there one about June's coat or something? Oh yes, he, it, um, Malcolm buys Beatty a, <laughs> a, a fur coat and Terry hides it for him and then June thinks she's getting a fur coat and it all gets terribly complicated. Yeah. And to be honest, I wouldn't want a fur coat. Yeah. I'd be going, take it back. <laughs> Don't want it. Don't want a fur coat. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, we have to say Christmas BBC Globes. Got to be the Christmas pudding for me. Christmas pudding? What year is that? 77. Is it? Yeah. All right. Beautiful. You don't like the 1978 one, which is the revolving, San- oh, decapitated the, the Santa Claus head. head. Of, severed head of, of, of the Santa two Claus. The faces of Santa. Now on BBC One, the two faces of the severed head of Santa. <laughs> it's a Santa smiler. Yeah. It's face rotates and then there's another face oh, behind it's, it. It's disturbing, isn't it? That's probably where Moffat got the it's idea, possi- It's possibly where yeah. Stephen Moffat got the idea. I don't yeah. know. The other thought is, you know, you, you say to your children, never talk to strangers, mm. never go off with strangers, never give them sweets, never, ne- never accept sweets or drinks from strangers. But there's this man you've never met before will come into your room <laughs> on Christmas Eve. And bring you toys. And bring and, you toys. And don't leave, cry out And for leave help. you something and, special. And leave yeah. <laughs> Mince pie and a carrot. And for give the you a small ranges. package, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas adverts. Is that there's the Woolworths one that does the, the rounds? Uh, yeah. Oh, there's there's a 
some, yeah, Christmas at Woolworths. He's got like sort of Don Estelle and Windsor Davies oh, in, and Tony oh, Blackburn. Uh, talking of Christmas, no, no, I'll come on to that at the moment. No, what, I've just what, had what? a. You've had a thought. Do you no, remember go on, when tell you used to have the you do the uh, BBC did this um, Merry Christmas from the Stars, and you'd have a, a gap between the programmes where you just before continuity where they would usually show a trailer, but it'd be Merry Christmas from oh, Woolworths there, on the there, set of there, this, that, and the yes, other. Yes, there there is one from. Davison's first season because like Davison sort of spreads his arms wide and obscures Matthew Waterhouse's face with his hat <laughs> which is I don't know whether it's accidental or well, it's done on way, purpose next season. it's probably not accidental <laughs> oh Canine and Company that was Christmas oh, oh lord no yeah you see I like Canine and Company oh, really I do I, Canine I, excuse me he's getting he's, where are you going where are you, oh, you, you running up the road is Liz Sladen running up the road oh yes bless but no, I, I, she I doesn't don't... run very far before she cracks that bottle of wine open. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I, no, I, I, I enjoyed K Nine and Company. It was really, it was a special time because it? it no, it was because it was nineteen eighty one. We laugh at that. <laughs> you just had all the five faces season. I repeat. can't get over a, a, a swanky sports car. What's <laughs> oh, <so> the <laughs> mini metro? The mini metro. <laughs> It was, and you were a you were just about to go into the new Doctor Who. Yeah, and, and it thought, was. I expect it was exciting. It was. Ex- I it was, was excited. I, I, I have to really, say, it was the, can you tell? That, no. It was the blue box, wasn't it? The blue crate in the in the, yeah. the sitting room. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that was very Doctor Who y with the Tardis blue. And then takes canine. Uh, canine. <laughs> have <laughs> you been on the whiskey? I have indeed. No, no. no. Um, and then you know K nine, and you know that she doesn't know who K nine is, mm. and that is fun. That is yeah, fun. I like, I like yeah, that. I'll give, I'll give you that. But I hated the ending; it was a bit naff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, jumping back to Christmas adverts. So sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you you'd get all this sort of stuff from MB Games as well. So yes. you've got your Kaplunk. Buckaroo from MB Games. Yeah. That's per- you sunk my battleship. Pertwee doing the voice for yes. a, a, some sort of hillbilly miner or something. <laughs> he was a cowboy, wasn't he? Well, he was meant to be sort of or like a prospector because the, the, it was a mule, wasn't yeah. it? And it was you'd had to load it up with all the that pickaxe. That was so annoying, that guy. Why? Didn't you like... You, no, you just get... I had Buckaroo. Get, get the last bit and on And then there. the whole bloody lot of games. <laughs> oh, and a game I know that you have both got. What? Operation. Operation, yes. We have the new updated Dalek operation. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Has it got yes. Nick Briggs inside it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But, uh, yeah. what? what was no, it? carry on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, it's, I, I, I do... Re- oh, and the Argos... The new Argos catalogue for Christmas. Oh, you, you couldn't get into the Argos store because there was 50 million Argos catalogues. Pick yours up from the door. You can't get in the store. You put all the books behind the doors. But, of course, as soon as Christmas is over, you know what the first set of adverts is, Holidays. Don't you? Holidays. Holidays. Oh, yes. Christmas Eve. Holiday. Holiday yeah. adverts. Yeah. Boxing, yeah, or Boxing yeah. Day. Or Boxing Day sales are advertised. There's only one sale. <laughs> yes, and all that business. But, yes, it's... Uh, and you said... Christmas means Christmas top of the pops Christmas to you. Yeah. Christmas was yeah. Christmas top of the pops. Queen's Speech, Christmas top of the pops, and then whatever film was on, so mm. E.T. or... Moonraker, always yeah. on ITV for whatever. about a decade, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but was yeah. that the only time you watched Top of the that Pops? That was the only time we watched Top of the Pops in our house. Christmas, lunch, Top of the Pops. Yeah, because there's a few late 70s one that I think BBC4 showed yeah. uh, last year. I don't know if it last goes quite year. that far back. It's more sort of... No, but, but it, it was remarkable the range of styles yes. of of 
songs they put on. And he's the guy jigging about in his fur <laughs> coat. He must have been so hard at the studio lights. Oh, what's that? Um, for Mary's boy child. And um, what's the other one? Um, and, and Rasputin, Rasputin, isn't it? Oh, 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 Rasputin. But then you'd get that and you'd get like the St. Winifred School Choir. Oh, Lord, yes. And like Matchstick Men and all, and all that. that. Yeah. And oh. it, was, it was just weird the amount of things different things you could shove into an hour but that was like the whole year wasn't it it was like yeah it covered the whole year didn't it mm. yeah and probably the introduction i i don't know if you've seen the repeats uh, especially with uh it was neil edmonds and oh yes and it was so bad they were trying to create a christmas atmosphere <laughs> and th- their puns were so bad aren't they <laughs> and their humor so bad and well, the edmund's between edmund's it. humor nobody is that bad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but the other oh, um, BBC Two mm-hmm. used to show some really old films at Christmas yes. as well. And they used to show, uh, they've started doing it uh, about three or four years ago. It was the Rathbone, what, Sherlock Basil Holmes, Rathbone. Yeah, yeah, Sherlock Holmes, and there was a lot of sci-fi stuff they were showing, fifties uh, B movies in sort of mm-hmm. early eighties time mm-hmm. on on BBC Two, and that was the thing I really looked at rather than this this the main schedule. Oh, that. Now, you, now you've said that, yeah. that's just jogged a memory of Michael Medved um, on... Medved? Michael Medved, I believe, okay. on Channel 4, yes, showing so those awful films. films. And they were sat, like uh, Santa Claus... Saves Santa the Claus Conquers the Martians, the Martians I think yes. he showed on Christmas Eve or that's something. That's right, and they, had the, and they were given a commentary, weren't they? Yes, yes, yes. I remember that, Because yes. there, there was a whole raft of oh, really dreadful God, awful. films, yes. but they were, they were fun. They were fun. Yeah, there's, there's, um, I think that's probably they must have shown Plan Nine from Outer Space. Classic d- during that, Classic. But, but that's brilliant anyway. That's so bad, it's good. Well, yes, yes, but yeah, that's. Um, oh, and we've just been reminded. Um, be, um, uh, Blue Peter, total Advent, totalizer. Advent crown. <laughs> oh yeah, Advent crown. And yeah. the yeah. Advent that, crown. Classic, like a bit of plastic melting onto the child underneath. Or, yes, or double-sided. Uh, was it st- coat hangers? <laughs> Two coat hangers with some tinsel stuck yeah, on it. Flame retardant tinsel. Oh, it has to be. Always yeah. remind you that. Every yeah, and don't year. use wooden coat hangers. Yeah. Sticky back plastic because mm. we don't use double-sided sticky tape. There's no yeah. such thing. <laughs> <laughs> and your fairy liquid bottle with the word fairy with still a, with this <laughs> bit of masking tape yeah. over it. They still do that now. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, anything that's branded has a bit of tape stuck over the top of it. So you've got like, we're going completely off. Well, that's all right. It's, a bit like things this, like this is, this MasterChef. Is a, this is the Christmas party one, you know. Yeah, things like MasterChef, anything that's branded has tape over it. MasterChef. MasterChef. Welcome to Mar. Who live in a house like um, But yeah, Blue Peter was very good at uh, creating gifts that, yeah, you you, grin, you cringe at when you were given and go oh thank you very much through gritted teeth and think oh that's going to have been um, <laughs> earlier you said Merry Christmas VT oh lovely, yes. yes and the if, biggest boobs are on the BBC they certainly are yes um, but then there's I mean where are we 77 78 79 BBC Christmas tapes for the engineers that's 78 onwards, yeah. Yeah, there's Doug Who, I think, which is 79. There's 79. White Powder Christmas. Is White that 78? Pa- I think it's 78. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they got into trouble in Doug Who because they uh, they lampooed the royal family, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. It's yeah. been a while since. But yeah, these are almost certainly knocking around on YouTube. But they were basically mm. tapes <laughs> done from the poor engineers who had to work on Christmas Day. Yes. So whenever anything would go wrong... Somebody would just shout "Merry Christmas, VT," because yes. you'd know that was. There are a, there are a number of um, ones for like Southern and TVS, but they don't seem to have the um, 
they're quite the ethos as the BBC. No, the, the BBC ones are well worth uh, looking at. Looking yeah, and at. you've got the the sketch between John Cleese and Tom uh, Baker. Tom Baker from City of Death, haven't you? Yeah, but there's, there's some good stuff on there. Yeah, it's good fun. But uh, there we go, Christmas in a nutshell. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd have it each year. Yeah, would you Christmas yeah. nuts? Christmas nuts, yes. How's <laughs> your crackers? Yes. From the fantastic to the magical and the bonks of delights, a startling story of good and evil. Patrick Troughton is the personification of good and Robert Stevens has evil designs on his magic box. Give me power. Power over all. Trusted with the box's safekeeping, young Kay Harker enters a mysterious world of magic and Radio Times explains how it's brought to life on the screen. are running who knows what might happen the answers lie inside the box of delights and the new radio times and thank you again to warren thank you warren thank you uh we have a couple of odds and ends from the all-star comedy stroke um, Christmas Night with the Stars. Yes. Stuff. it was Moira Anderson yes yes yeah. <laughs> uh, the all-star Comedy Carnival is available from Network. Yes. Um, yes. And the Dustbin Men sketch is from 1969. Okay. I think we said well, 1968. Well, so well, we were close. Well, close. Uh, Bill Cotton's career, um, uh, head of light entertainment in 1970, uh, then controller of BBC One in 1977, 1981, deputy managing director, and 1984, managing director of television. Okay. Because he was MD when the uh, Doctor Who cancellation. Yes, well, that's what I was thinking. Because yeah. I know, he, I think he phoned. Because he somebody, phoned up David Sta- David Saunders. David, <laughs> David Saunders in the library. In the library, and everybody mm. went shh, according to JNT, mm-hmm. whether that's true or not. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Box of Delights. Box of Delights. That's what we're on now. Yes. Um, we've been watching Box of Delights one episode a week, yeah. roughly. Well, apart, apart roughly, we we skipped a week because we realised we'd started a week too early. Yeah. Mm. And we're going to do. We've just done episode five just now and yes. we're going to do episode six on christmas eve on christmas eve because that's, that's, that's when it's set yeah um but i have fond memories of watching it the first time round. you yeah. don't so much do you no, well i i'm gonna hold my hands up i don't think i saw it the first time around. i don't know if it was repeated or not but um uh i remember seeing an episode now bearing in mind i saw this when i was at my grand's so it was on a black and white television, which doesn't really help. Um, and I, I can't say I was impressed. I think I found it a well, little bit boring. It must have been boring. about, what, episode four, But I think it was about reckon? episode four or f- three or four, because it was definitely an episode without Pat in, because I would have definitely have paid more attention to it if Pat was in it, because mm. obviously I knew at that point he was, he'd been in Doctor Who. Um, and it, there's a lot of padding a bit of padding in the middle episode. But Pat, and it's watching it back, you think Pat's in it more than he is because yeah, he's in episode really, one, a yeah. tiny bit in episode two, and then he's in episode six. Yeah, and that's but it. The, the middle of it, there's yeah, no sign there's of no him Pat. at all. Yeah, the only thing really worth watching in the middle is Robert Stevens. <laughs> yeah, Pat is playing, we should explain, Pat is playing Cole Hawlings, the yes. Punch and Judy man, who yes. has the magic box. Magic box. Um, yeah. Which he's... <laughs> Got hold from, what was it, Arnold of Toady? Oh, Arnold of Toady, yes. And in reality, 
or well in the in the story at least mm. um cold haulings is really raymond raymond lully or raymond lully or raymond lully depending yeah. on how you pronounce it raymond lully is mentioned in my book of alchemy right okay um, so he's a real person yes oh yes right. yes there's a whole wikipedia entry on raymond lully oh, if you okay. really want to look him up okay. apparently he did some work on nitric acid according to my did book he? but okay, whether that's, that's nice. true or not i don't know um but yeah, he has the magic box, which allows you to go you small. You can go small, you can go swift. You can go swift and you can go back in you can time. You go back in time. Although you, you can't, can't take the always, box with you. You can't take the box with you and you can't always get back out of time. So yes. it's probably not a good idea to go back in time unless you're really sure you can get back out. But it's a six-part serial yeah. from 1984. Yes, it's um, got music by Roger Lim, so it yeah, feels you like can, you're watching Doctor Who. It's, it's very radiophonic ma- yeah. musicy. Yep. If that's an expression. Radiophonic Radiophonic music. Have you met him? He's lovely. What a... <laughs> but yeah, there's bits where Roger Liam, it does sound like the caves of Androzani yeah, when they're doing chase like, sequences like with drums stuff, and things like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it's beautifully, I was going to say filmed, but it's not filmed. It's yes, all OB it's video, isn't it? Yes. Um, they've yes. got some wonderful, wonderful wide shots of snow because yeah. they managed mm-hmm. to choose yeah. a location where it was likely to snow when they... They were shooting it, and blimey, did it snow. Well, they ordered the snow machine, and then it snowed. Um, And then the snow machine couldn't get through. Although there are other bits where Where they've had to use the foam machine. Yeah. um, Because they filmed it, Mm. had to film it in summer or something, Yeah, they had to do a few inserts. I think that's the night shoot, isn't it? Yeah, the the attack on Arthur's camp. Arthur's camp, where they throw the dog at the camera. Oh, yes, there's some wolves, suppose, well, yeah. wolves That's supposedly. That's a dog, they don't say the wolves. And the wolves are attacking, which consists of some <laughs> bloke chucking a dog into shot. <laughs> into shot and the dog looks surprised. <laughs> we would. But, but there are a couple of... There is, is a couple of wolves, Real yes. wolves. Quentin they're, and Queenie. Yeah, they're, they're like the, the acting wolves the acting of the wolves, period. yes. And yes. I just love the idea they're called mm. Quentin and, and Queenie. Queenie. Yeah. Um, but, yes, we, we still have to do episode... Six. Six yeah. Um the I'd say the only disappointing thing about the box of lights this is that is final no well, no no I can do yeah. that. It's just that final Oh yes explanation yes. as to and what it's going on and we it, won't spoil and it. And if you read the book you'll know what that is. But I grip my teeth a little at the thing. But yes. the rest of it is wonderful yeah, it's really great. strange fantasy. Yes. And it's written yeah. by John Maysfield. Maysfield. Um, it, and is it's, a, it's, it is a sequel. It is a sequel. The first one's called The Midnight People. Mm-hmm. And I have to say um, I'm always inclined to agree with, with Sylvia Daisy Pouncer about Kay Harker, because he's a bit of a brat. <laughs> it was done on uh, BBC Radio um, several times over. Uh, 1943, uh, 1948. Gosh, very quick then. 1955. They obviously really like that. Read, that, girl. Out. Read that out. Kay Harker, Patricia Hayes. The wow. Patricia Hayes? Okay, that's, uh, that's news and, and to me. Uh, and that one? Yeah. Mouse Charles Hawtrey. Oh, God, that's going to be the campiest mouse ever. 1966 one off drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's two Kay Harkers in that one. Yes. And Cole Hawlings played by. Patricia. They can't no. be the same Patricia no. Hayes. No. A boy. No. Oh, Cyril, Sh- Cyril, Cyril Shaps. Shaps. Oh. oh dear, yes. There's a, going through this, it's... A, oh, he's the, he's the Archimander. Well, Abner Brown is Heron Carvick in the oh, 1977 right. oh, he's, he's, version. He's in, um, yeah, he, he he's the voice of the um, 
brain creatures. Oh, in, in Keys in of Mariners. Keys of Mariners. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he'd have a good voice yeah. to be to be evil. Mm. Um, 1995 version, Donald Sindon and Lionel Jeffries. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, so some, okay. some of these might be interesting to track down yeah. if, if some of these mm. exist. Donald Sindon being terribly fruity, I yes. expect. But... Um, apart, apart from Patrick Trenton and the wonderful Rob, Robert Stevens, we should mention yes. also Robert Stevens's turn. Oh yes, on yes. Um, Rivals of Rise Sherlock, of Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. That's another one you should track down. Well, you don't have to track it down actually. You can buy it from Network. It's really you can easy. Buy everything. Um, he's in. Um, Is it the one? Uh, he's, he plays Max Carrados, and I've completely forgot. Oh, the Missing Witness. Is it called something like that? No, that's, no, no. That's the one with CJ in. No, that's the missing QCs. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, it's something well. about witness anyway. Right. But he plays a blind character and it's really superbly done. Yes. Yeah. Um you've got um Patricia yeah. Patricia Quinn. Yes. Or Rivals of Sherlock Holmes is the missing witness sensation. Well I was see, I was that's, close. That, that's, that's good. <laughs> but um uh, Patricia Quinn. Patricia Quinn, yeah. Who we have met and has kissed your DVDs. Yeah, she kissed of my Claudius I DVD. Claudius. Oh, with the cover, not the actual DVD. Yes. Yeah. Because well, it had Sean Phillips on it. James Grout as the inspector. Uh, as the inspector. really stupid police inspector. Yeah. I'm glad policemen aren't really that stupid because no crime would ever get solved. I, I do that like that bit where A explains what a posset is. Yeah. You takes a heg. Get a heg. <laughs> and, and he's got a hobsession. And he's got a hobsession. Yeah. And he's also a bloodhound of the law, isn't yeah. he? Oh, I'm surprised I could do that. Oh dear, yes. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Just, that surprised me. Um, it's very innovative for special effects yes. as well. Bring it. It's mine. It's 1994, and we're at the edge of what you can do, mm. really. But so, the Quantel stuff in episode one is yeah, wonderful. Superb. Where he goes into. The and I think that was even featured on. Mm. Um, Tomorrow's World, oh, I vaguely, vaguely okay. think, where you've got the painting of a mountain pass yeah. on the wall mm. and Cole Hallings needs to escape. So he yeah. just looks at the painting and slowly mm. the painting comes out of the wall yeah, and, it gets bigger, and turns into live animation yeah. Yeah. as a donkey walks, walks down, down the, the path. Pass, yeah. And then the donkey turns into a real donkey, walks yeah. into the into room, yeah. he gets on the donkey and then it goes back into the painting and it turns back to animation. Yeah. And the dog goes with him. And the dog. He's and got it, a dog. It's the mix from mm. live action to it's animation really is really, yeah. really good. Yeah. I mean, you've you've got... A f- There's one odd thing in there where, where the rat... Now, I don't understand the rat because it's... Right. Um, who's playing the rat? Bill Wallace. Bill Wallace as the rat. He plays now, Mr. Ploppy in Blackadder. The rat is human sized. Yeah. Whereas the mouse isn't. Is mouse sized. Is mouse sized. Perhaps Abner Brown made him big. Yeah. But he's got a nephew as well, hasn't he? Well, perhaps Abner Brown made him big as yeah. well. Yeah. Very odd that. Perhaps he makes them big so he can talk to them. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't think you should worry. In all the things that you should worry about, I don't think you should but, worry about. But that you, very do much. Ha- you do have a slight problem when Patricia Quinn comes in because um, Kay says she's a witch. Yes. And he presumably knows this because yeah, of the midnight governess. folk. Yes. But at no point... Is it mentioned? Is it mentioned in no. the story? So you think, how does he know? Yeah. Right. So it, it, I, I, the first few times I saw that, it, was it, a little it, bit confusing. it confused me yeah. as to how he knew. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, there's, there's some nice sort of animated stuff also with the demons. We haven't really seen because they're in part part six yes. and you've got this weird brazen head that's yeah, a rather good effect that. as well that's um oh god who's the brazen head it's somebody quite uh 
recognisable. Oh, oh, you're going to have to look it up now. All right. I'll, uh, well, you, you, you talk about something. Then. Okay. Oh, God. What should, what should I talk about? Well, I don't know. You've put me on the spot. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Actually, you, going back to the lack of Pat Troughton, mm. um, you always equate it to Gandalf buggering off in The Hobbit. Oh, yeah. You get... Yes, because as, as a kid, I we read uh, The Hobbit at school, and mm. you get about halfway through, and they get to the edge of... And Gandalf. Is it Mirkwood or, yeah. or wherever? Yeah. And Gandalf just goes, right, I'm going now, bye. Yeah, and then they get into trouble. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Well, but, uh, yeah, you, you you do feel that, you know, Trouton's now... Who, who are we looking at? The Waterfall Boy? No, no, the Brazen Head. The Brazen, the brazen Head. Oh, that's all, that's a long That'll way be down. Brazen Head, Nicholas Chagrin. Nicholas Chagrin from... Um, Vengeance, Vengeance on Varos. yes. Oh, and um, you've also got... Um, mm. Who's the guy playing... Oh, Philip Locke. Oh, yeah, Arnold, Arnold of Toady. Um, claiming that the English have tails. Have tails, yeah. Um, mm. Which, you see, he insists on that. Yeah, he's I, really insistent about I that. I don't know where, where on earth he got this idea yeah. from, but it does make me laugh each time he, mm. he says it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So and also, you've also got John Horsley as the Bishop of Tachester. Who's John Horsley? He's, he's in a lot of comedy things. Oh, right. He's okay. in your rang, my lord, and Is things he? like that. Yeah, he's, right. he's, he's um, so Ralph... Something Sorrow. in. Sorrow. Oh, he's oh he's Doc Morrissey in. And uh, Doc Morrissey in, in, in Perry, of course. Yes. Oh yes, yes, I should have known that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, you rang me up. There you go. Yeah. Rum Paul, all that sort mm. of thing. But yeah, it's it's certainly a tradition that I think a lot of people of our generation watch. Box watch of Delights yeah, each. To Christmas once a week. Christmas, I think yeah. even Simon Pegg. Yes. Does it? Doesn't yeah. he, he, he? I used to see it on his Twitter. The, mm. Time for boxes of lights, and you, mm. quite a few people that we sort of follow or know. Yeah, I watch it. Um, sort of do it, do it at once. So if you've never seen it, it is a good idea. So I you think don't, it's one of those yeah. essential things. For you don't necessarily have to wait till Christmas. next Christmas. Watch it between Christmas and New Year. Oh, better get a shift on, depending yeah. on when this podcast well, comes yeah, out. Yeah, so if this podcast comes out by Christmas, of it, course. Yes. Okay, right, what we're going to do now. Um, oh, yes, we've got a, a sort of Christmas present for you now, haven't yes, we? Yes, we have. As we're delighted to um, announce an interview with none other than Terry Malloy. Yes. Um, famous as Dab Ross and many other things. And Mike Tucker. And Mike Tucker in from the, the Arches. In, uh, in the Arches. Um, mm. It was recorded in, what, September? September, yes. At the Regeneration uh, Convention in Swansea. So it may be a little There's noise a bit, in the background. Yes, the noise in the background is a is a bar full of Doctor Who fans. We record- actually, actually, it's a foyer full of Doctor Who fans. Yes, well, we recorded it as far away as possible in the corner. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, mm. both, both of us are... Projecting as yes. much as we can. Well, he's, he's an actor. He he's does, an actor. He, he does project. Yes. 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 You're, you're sitting over the distance, and I think Warren turns up halfway yes, through, he does. doesn't yes. he? So, yes. Um, but yeah, over to Terry, and uh, we'll come back, and then we've got one more thing to do. We have. And then we'll wish you a Merry Christmas. We will. See you soon. Bye bye. Thank you.
Hello, and uh, today we find ourselves in the middle of Swansea. Well, not in the middle of Swansea. Oh, we're, yeah. Well, we're in a hotel, and we're with the very lovely Terry Malloy. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Who we've already bribed with some tea and you have indeed, biscuits yes. and things. Yes, yeah. I mean, you got to me straight away with the tea. Well, I was there. Mind you, I arrived here at the hotel, and uh, the first thing I had to do was actually call down to the reception and say, do you have anything like a kettle? Because <laughs> oh, we haven't looked for that, yeah. Because ghastly thing in the, in the room, which... You know, with these pod things. I, I just don't... No, I'm sorry, I don't well, do those. On Al Murray's Twitter, he does a thing called kettle versus sink whenever he goes to a new yeah. hotel. Yes. And some kettles will not will fit not in fit the in sink. sink. Yeah. So you can actually <coughs> fill them up. So well, you've got, you've got this, we've played this, that game. this stupid tassim, tassimo thing or whatever it is with pod things that you put in it and there's no instructions as how to fill it. Took me t- 20 minutes to find out where to fill it. And then it never worked, so I just said, look, I just want some hot water, so I have a cup of tea, because I bring my own tea bags, I bring my own stuff, you know, got my own Well, you, you, you import tea, don't you, to America oh, when you go? Right. I do, yeah, I Yorkshire do. tea being your favourite thing. Yorkshire tea, yes, absolutely. I mean, if I could get Bill, if I could get Sergeant Majors over there, I would, but... Uh, <laughs> well, good luck with that. <laughs> but today, just a couple of quick questions. Yes. Um, do you remember when you first got a telly in your house? And when would um, that be? Yeah, that's going to be... I remember one of the first tellies I saw, because actually as a child I was out in Kenya and Aden in the sort of 50s. And I remember coming back, we came back about 57 I think it was, and my uncle who had a a shop in Manchester, it sounds very grand, it was a corner shop, um, but they had a telly. Yeah, a black and, and it went this wrong. This was a magical thing. This then, was, was a, oh, a seriously magical thing. And I remember it, it went wrong and, it, and they had to get the man in. And I, I remember my cousin, Mari, sitting in front of this, absolutely transfixed. She was waiting mm. for him to take the pictures out of the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that was her, you know. But uh, yeah, we, we had a telly, yeah, not long after that. Um, because I used to, oh gosh, I, I remember. I mean, I was a great one for radio. Mm. I mean, like things like Journey into Space, yes. I loved. But there was a moment when uh, they had um, Robin Hood on with Richard Green. Oh, yes. And I always remember that with dread because it usually signalled the time when I was going to be thrown back in the car after the weekend to be taken back to boarding ah, school. Ah, right. So that's a dum da 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 dum da da Have we ever actually seen a whole episode of that, Lisa? Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Lisa's sitting over over in the distance. No. I move, I move over. The original one. No, because Pat, Patrick Troughton did play Robin Hood, but yeah. I don't think not in that. No, I mean yeah. this was a, you know, he was because uh, there was a whole dream, raft of yeah. like the adventure mm. serial mm. type things like that. Yeah, there's a whole because Tony Hancock does a very good send up of one, which is oh, a, I'm sure. Ericsson the Viking, where <laughs> where Sid, Sid James has done this tatty production. Yeah. Um, like they're like fil- filming out in the park, and it's yes. you see the buses going yeah, past, and, absolutely. and that's a very good send-up of those yeah. those, those type of adventure serials. Yeah. But, but it is, yeah. I mean, it was very much that it was black and white, and I remember we had a, a re- some set that had a thing at the top, and you clipped it, and it flipped up and exposed the controls that turned it on, and then it, I can't remember what, what it was there, whether it was a rediffusion or something or other, but um, fairly small screen, yeah. you know. But um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, you were living in Bournemouth 
for a while. Oh, well, yeah. that was later. I mean, yeah. this, we're talking but in, in those days, it was like around Farnborough and Maidenhead and places like that. Yeah, uh, uh, Bournemouth I went to in um, 60... Father died in 63, yeah, so it was 64 onwards. I was so in that, Bournemouth that makes about you, that makes you, yeah. Yeah, it Again, makes me very old. Well, no, I was going to say it makes you another Southern boy, like Southern well, TV. Nah, well, yeah, we had Southern TV. I remember. Yeah, but were, remember, but were you a BBC or ITV family? Oh, I swapped between the both. Yeah, because some people I've asked. No, no, we're only we're only ITV. Yeah. I remember how, ah, which was we, um, we've we've got with some clips da- Fred Dynage, yes, yes. Um, and uh, Jack Hargreaves. Jack Hargreaves, yes. absolutely. But we've. Somebody else has already yeah. mentioned yeah because it seems to be every week Jack Hargreaves would show you how to make a shift in a bottle. Absolutely. <laughs> I have to be careful how I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, we said make a shift. Ship. Oh, right. Yes, right, okay. <laughs> but um, he, um, yes, um, so yes, down, down in Bournemouth, yes, it was southern, southern mm. area. But yeah. there's a number of sort of iconic serials that people always talk about when they talk about black and white TV, and mm. that includes the Quatermass oh, yes. serials. Yeah. Um, yeah. Z cars, Z cars, yeah, which we are huge fans of yeah. and have not seen enough yeah. episodes. Brian Blessed was <laughs> Fancy Smith, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've seen a few of the Brian, Brian Blessed ones, yeah. but again, as with so many serials and series from this period, there's just so much missing that you can't. No. It's very hard to get an idea of catch, what catch it was like watching it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, again, yeah. it was one of these live productions and there's, the there's, there's stories is, about things going there wrong were, there was you know these these programs that you were they were only on that night and we had to have mm. video recorders so everybody watched the television because that's what they talked about the next day i didn't get a video recorder until 1987 no, well, quite, so yeah. I'm, I'm dreadfully but you had things like francis durbridge presents thrillers you know which they were so addictive you know it's a uh, a bit like Game of Thrones now, but yeah. you know, in terms of addiction. Um, but I remember when the when the last episode of this came out, apparently half of Europe closed down because <laughs> people wouldn't go into work that night because they wanted to see the last episode. Well, there of is a, there Derby. is a story about there's an episode of Steptoe and Son that was going to be on the night of a general election, mm. and basically the government wanted them not to show it because they thought everybody would, would stay, stay at, at home, home and not vote yes <laughs> so it's, it's amazing to think how much yeah. an influence tv was thought to have on people yeah i, I mean there's, there's stories about quatermass em- emptying oh, yeah. pubs and things like that yeah, yeah, but yeah, when yeah. quatermass were on absolute desolation in in, oh, in all the pubs up and yeah. down the country yeah. uh, and i also remember um in my aunt's house in in, in north shields uh in tyneside regularly watching tonight with cliff mitchellmore you know and the next tonight will be tomorrow (laughs) and um yeah no it was good it was yeah there was lots of you suddenly start to think i just find it fascinating to see what people when you ask about tv memories just what people come up with without any prompting supplementary question who on TV would always make you laugh did you have were you Morecambe and Wise oh Tommy Cooper Tommy Cooper and Morecambe and Wise yeah yeah. I mean I knew Morecambe and Wise through my mother Mm. my mother uh, taught Ernie Wise's wife Doreen dancing during the war Um, she had a a, a dance school so um, yeah Eric and Ernie perfect and Tommy Cooper you just you know you just my mum never like quite got Tommy Cooper really? at first because she always used to say, "Well, he's doing it wrong." <laughs> 
and it's, no, that is honestly part of the act. Oh, here comes our driver, Warren. <laughs> Warren, come over and say hello. Hello, Warren. Hello. How are you? How are you? All right. Yay. You have to join me down? Uh, seven hours from Norwich, from Norfolk. <laughs> Lovely part of the world. Yes, it was. It was the last two hours trying to get from Bristol to Cardiff that was a, the killer for for me. Uh, yes, oh. as we were saying, we got stuck in Bath and uh, yeah. Yeah. dropping food classes into us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did consider getting out and walking. I might have beat you. I don't know, but, <laughs> but we'll get we'll get you a drink in a second. I'm I'm just on the red wine, so don't worry about that. It's all right. We can carry on recording no, this. We can carry on. But we'll see you in a minute, all right? Man. Okay. Now, what else were we going to ask? Um, what was your first actual TV role that you can remember doing? Because, <laughs> <The very laughs> of course, we know, we know, what, we know you. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but the very first actual TV role I ever did was when I was working at Stoke-on-Trent at the Victoria Theatre, which is a rep theatre. And this BBC unit came through and they they were doing a documentary and they wanted to borrow a couple of actors for a couple of days to be sort of like, sort of be a flint miller and a flint miller's assistant out at Cheddleton Flint Mill, you know, because it was going to be narration over the top of this thing. So I did uh, one day and then they actually had me back for another day. and. Um, and I got fifty pounds for this, which in those days, I mean, we're talking about nineteen, about nineteen seventy-one. That was a, was a quite a good thing. The program was a little program called The Ascent of Man ah, with Jacob Bronowski running it. I know the name. Do you know I've earned more from that one-day shoot in terms of royalties and repeats than probably anything else I've done. Well, I'm we'd, still better, we'd better track that down, I think. It, it's, it's, it is available yeah, on video. Yeah. You probably won't recognise me. I'm a little flash across the camera, and I'm very different looking to, uh, to what I am now. But I was in the uh, I was in the industrial revolution part mm. of the thing. You know? Yeah, because again, it's one of those sort of iconic oh, yeah. documentary so it like, series. Like Charles yeah. Clark's yeah. uh, uh, Civilization, yeah. you know. And um, yes, it, it was of its time. You know, and Bronowski was this incredible. You know, man who talked about you know, with, like Atten Attenborough does, with yeah. hush reverence about you know, man's rise and you know, technology and science, and, and it was a superb program. Yeah. But yeah, that was the very first we'll time to dig I actually yeah. uh, actually appeared on on screen. Didn't say anything, but no, no, yeah, but you're no, there. That, there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, Terry, thank you very much. We'll goodness. just round that off, and uh, that gives us a good ten minutes. Mm. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Programmes for Christmas Day on BBC One. At 7.15, Bruce Forsyth and the Generation Game. At 8.20, the Mikey Arwood Christmas Show. At 8.55, the Morecambe and Wise Christmas Show. With special guest... What's his name? Elephant John. <laughs> No, you mean Elton John? Him. It was on the last Christmas show. Oh, we don't. We don't. Sang the musical song all sentimental and he got laughs. No. Bill, the craziest mouse trap that was ever made to catch a mouse. Kick the bucket down the chute, turn the handle, take a dive, and... Now rebound. And the pressure's building up. Great shot next door. Home team with one more go. Aim. Shoot. Through the two blues and he's done it. Oh, now you'll have to ask him round again. Mouse trap and rebound. They're both ideal.
And thank you to Terry for yes, his, thank you, Mr. Malloy, so. his interview. Yes, I think he enjoyed our present of tea. Well, I know yes. he took it with him to he took some of it some of it to America to for another convention. Mm. So that was that was very kind. We do have yes. another interview from Regenerations to come up. Yes, um, but that will be next time. Next, next time, probably. I hope so. Oh, uh, we did ought to mention that the Christmas with the Stars 1958, there's a credit at the end for continuity written by David Whittaker. Yes, so all David Nixon's bits were written by David Whittaker. No less, which uh, that surprised me when that came up, but there we go. But finally, for this episode, we're going to talk about The Ghosts of Motley Hall, The Christmas Spirit. Yes. From... December 1976, actually broadcast mm-hmm. on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve, which yeah. is nice. Now, The Ghosts of Motley Hall is, I think, rather a forgotten series, yes. which is a shame because it is. it's it is. very, by, very good. It's very good. It's written by Richard Carpenter, who also wrote Cat Weasel. And, and Robin, Robin Sherwood. Sherwood. And um, was an actor. That's true. Uh, yes. um, but I don't remember watching it at the time that's probably because it was on my tv well i maybe i i don't know um i remember rent a ghost right well i think everybody of a certain age yes but comparing this to rent a ghost so much better it's it's as though somebody's put them on the wrong channels yes isn't yes it? this should be on the bbc and rent a ghost should be on our tv show yes it, yeah. it's it's very weird yes. but the setup of the ghost of motley hall set in motley hall motley hall yeah you have Sir George Uproar, yes, the, who is the last Uproar. Be, better, better explain that. Sir George Uproar is well, well they're all ghosts. They're all ghosts. Yeah. The only regular human character is Peter Salis. Peter Salis, who's um, he's sort of look. He, he's, he's, he's the caretaker. He's, he's, he's the agent looking yeah. after the house, really, the isn't he? Yeah. They're trying to set. He's trying to sell it, but they keep putting people off because mm. they don't want anybody to move into it. So the family is the Uproar family. The Uproar family, and Sir George was the last Uproar. Yes. Um, I'm not sure how long he's been hanging around. He died falling down the stairs after a long, oh, no. inglo- inglorious career in the army. He's not the last up. No, so, is he? so George is born in yeah. the 1840s, isn't yeah. he? He's he is the. I don't know who's the last. Who is the last up? Oh, I'd have to. I'd have to look in the book in the episodes. But, uh, basically, the family dies out without an heir. Yes. So without anybody to look after the hall. So most of the ghosts are all related. Yes. Um, apart from apart from Matt, the Matt, stable, he's a stable boy. boy, who wanders in in the first episode, setting it all up. He's the only one that can actually leave the house. Yes, all the other ghosts yes. are stuck in the house T- till towards the end of the series. Yes, it? yes, yes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but you've got Sir George, as previously mentioned. Freddie Jones. Freddie Jones. Yeah, you've got Sir Francis, otherwise known as Fanny Aperol, yeah. who is he's he's, he's um. He's 17th century? No, 18th century. Yes. 18th century. Died he's during a, a duel being drunk. He's a bit of a... a bit, bit dim. Bit, and a bit of a rake <laughs> and a wastrel. A um, rake. That's a, a rake. long, thin thing. Not that kind of rake. <laughs> that, that's, that's an Arthur English joke. <laughs> he's a real rake. Yes. Um, you have the white lady who's played by Sheila Stiefel. And nobody knows who she is. And even she doesn't know who she is. There is an episode that deals with who they think she is, but then they find out she's not. Mm. So you and never you've find got out. Bodkin, Arthur he's, English. Yes, he's a, he's a jester from Tudor times. Yes, he once he once was a fool for well, he wasn't a fool for Queen Elizabeth, but he he 
did it when she visited or something. Yes, he died as a result of a cold he contracted from being thrown in the duck pond with the amusement of his employer. Yeah, far, far too many times. Given the cold I've had recently, I can sympathise yeah. with that. <laughs> but with like Arthur English, Freddie Jones, Nicholas Le Prevost, who's Fanny, mm. uh, Sheila Stiefel and Peter Salis. You would have thought somebody would have heard of it. Um, well, what I was going to say was you've got a cast of main actors, yeah. all of whom could yeah. really have held a ser- this series on, on their own. Yeah. But yeah. to have so many yeah. good it's people ensemble. in it. I mean, the series ran for three series. Yes. Uh, 1976 to 1978. And there is another Christmas special. There is another Christmas special, which Phantomime. Which, is that the one with... That's Alfred Marx. Alfred Marx is some sort of genie. Yeah. Um, but the one we want to talk about is The Christmas Spirit, yes. which is really 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 well written and makes me a bit teary because it's so it's so well done yes i mean the plot basically is that the the ghosts are going to celebrate christmas and the white lady says well what's the point we're all dead yeah (laughs) we don't get any presents yeah can't eat anything most you're going to get in the in the um hanging out the stockings is is soot i think fanny says he got a moth in his once or something yeah um, and then as they're sort of being all mopey about this, yeah. it's held in a sort of wide shot of them all standing yeah. there. And slowly, slowly, and it's really, really well done, yes. the background starts to mix yeah. to the house as it was in, in what, the 18- 1850s. Was it 1840s, 1850s? Well, I can't remember. it would depend. Well, I think they do say in the episode. Yeah, I, I don't want to mention what, what it depends on because it sort of spoils, spoils the pot, plot point yes but it depends on when mm. a certain character was born yes i will talk we should yeah. talk about that scene so yeah. Yeah. but it's yes yeah, i would say it's even like 1840s already 1850s but the, basically the house takes them back takes them back to, to celebrate sort of a christmas mid mid early victorian yes. times well, early yes because they do have a it's quite nice the way they cover it there yeah. is a big christmas tree yeah and they, they do cover the fact that mm. christmas trees weren't very common in the uk no at that point they... though the earliest christmas tree was put up by queen charlotte oh not queen victoria Ooh, when was that then uh that would be i don't know i didn't actually i read it in a history magazine and i haven't actually looked to see when it was who was queen charlotte king, queen charlotte was married to king george iii oh so that's uh so it's a bit earlier than we think that's a bit earlier but it was more of a branch than a big tree the actual proper trees come in from victoria now but oh there you go there's a bit of history for you you like your history i do like my history yes Yes. Yes. but um yeah because it's it's christmas trees thought of more as a a german thing well queen charlotte was german ah well there you go then that would explain it ah yes the um the first known Christmas tree is at the Queen's Lodge in December 1800. Yeah. So, so there you go. Oh, you were yeah, right. Well done. Yeah. I didn't exactly know when it was, but I do remember reading that it was Queen Charlotte. Oh, yes. Um, so, but, yes, then... So you get a bit of history. Oh, yeah, well. you get education. Yeah. yeah. Um, you then sort of see... Um, basically, you see... You get lots George, of servants. You, you, yeah, yeah, you see Peter Salis playing... Gudgeon. Gudgeon's great, 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 great whatever, grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. Um, Freddie Jones plays his own father. father. Yeah, with a bit of sort of darkening down of yeah. whiskers and hair. Yes. Um, and then they... Then the family start the living family yes. are all happy and they yes. just suddenly start to argue. Everything starts to change, yes. 
And they really. All the ghosts start to argue. Yeah, and then eventually they realise that the crisp, uh, the the Yule log that they brought, brought in, in, which is from the blasted, is it the blasted oak, tree, was it, oak or, or something? Or something. Yeah. Um, where was it? Somebody died, or yeah, yeah, yeah. in uh, by the tree or yeah, in the tree, fell or out something. of the tree or yeah. something. Yeah, and yeah. so that basically the. This the is the this is, is the the Christmas spirit referred to in the in yes. the episode title, and he's and he's making mischief. It, it's uh, sort of like a poltergeist, isn't it? Um, yes. What do they call it? Uh, trying to remember. I what forget they what they call it now. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Um, an elemental. That's an it. elemental. Yes. 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 A bit sort of sapphire and steely. Yes. I mean, it's it affects people. But less death and it grows depression. stronger the more. The uh, more di- more discord there is, the stronger it gets. Yes, so yeah. that's, that's, quite, that's quite a nice sort of dramatic yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's as I said, compared to Rent-A-Ghost, Rent-A-Ghost does really go down the slapstick route. Yes, but, I mean, it's fun, Rent-A-Ghost. We're hmm. not knocking Rent-A-Ghost. Rent-A-Ghost is fun. It has its but moments. But Motley Hall is all on character yes. and atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, I've said to you that uh, Motley Hall is a, a place I would love to spend a weekend because <laughs> although yeah. it's haunted, yeah, um, they're, they're quite friendly. They're, they're very friendly ghosts. Yeah, they only really they don't scare away people. I think I said they scare people away. I don't think they do. Just to, I think those they want to buy the house, buy the house, yeah. for the wrong reason. But it's a bit like um, I also said that I wouldn't mind spending some time at the the Adams family house as yeah. well. Yes. Although you get this fun. thing that people come in and are scared. Yeah. Um, but they're friendly. They want to be friendly. Yes. The same way the monsters want to be friendly. Yes. But people can't see past the way they look. But you do have the thing that Peter Salis can see the white lady. Yes. But that's the... That's it, really. He can't see any yeah. of the other ghosts. So no. different people can see mm. different, different ghosts, ghosts, which during the series can lead to sort of yes. some clever sort of setups where yes. people are talking yeah. straight through them mm-hmm. and... Uh, Things like that. Yeah, because there is an episode, going slightly off track here, with Gerald James as a ghost hunter. And it's almost the same oh, part that's, he plays that's in very, Yes, that's Steel. very similar to his Saffron Steel Apart um, from the, the ending. Adventure 2 yeah. story. It's a bit it? of a happier ending. And th- this is before his Saffron Steel, so yeah. I, d- I do wonder whether... Whether PJ saw it and... Uh, whether there was an influence there. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the whole series is, of course, available. On DVD. On DVD. Yeah. And I think... Really, it's it, it's probably one of the most highly recommended things yeah. we've we've yeah. covered over the, the whole series of podcasts. Yeah, I, but you wanted there was a scene you wanted to mention. Oh yes, the, I think what sums it up is the beautifully written scene where and there is no need for the scene. No, the it scene adds has nothing, nothing to, to the do story. With, with, with with the thing. It's just entirely character. Yeah, it's all left character. And Sir George um, is sitting mm. in the, in the chair. Yeah. And a little boy comes down the stairs and says, who are you? And they start to talk to each other. And so George realises that the little boy is himself. And he remembers coming down the stairs stairs and seeing this this old man who wasn't there in the morning. morning. And he was a soldier and it made him want to be a soldier. Yeah, he said, because he's going to get a fort for Christmas. He tells him that. He says, I'm going to be a soldier when I grow up. What rank are you, general? I'm going to be a general when I grow up. Yes. So he makes his own history. Yes, you are. So it's a wonderful little time loop of yeah. of character. Yeah. And yeah, you 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 just don't need to have that no. scene. But the fact but it that, the fact it's there shows you what a good writer Richard Carpenter is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I did say to you, it was a shame that I'm not sure how old Toby Jones was at that point. But it's a shame they couldn't have got his, his son in to play. 
himself. Toby Jones? Yeah. Brendan Jones' son. Oh, Toby Jones. Toby Jones. That Toby Jones. That Toby Jones, yes. Oh, right. oh I see. Yes. Oh, right. Oh, right. So, but yes, um, if you're going to buy something... Yeah, buy that. Buy that. It's, but, it's very good. It's got great guest guest stars. Yes, you, you get loads of good people yeah. coming in each yeah. week. And as you, well, even, don't you even get sort of Michael Elphick in the last episode yes. you, as, yeah. a, as a, a character. Yeah. Mm. I, I think it's it's one of those. I mean, I've got the book. Mm. Uh, Richard Carpenter did a book like he did a book for everything. But it's one of those series I wouldn't mind having a go at writing an episode of just, yeah. just for my own amusement, yeah. just to get in the heads of those yeah. characters because they are so. So and, wonderfully, and I think it was a brave, written and played. Yeah, it was a brave move that they. Although it's frustrating not to know who the white lady is, it was a brave no, you, move no, you, never to name you, her. You need that mystery. I yeah. think that that that, that yeah. just makes it more interesting. But then you can make your own idea. There's of so who much she sort is. of texture in all yeah. in all of this. That, that's yeah. really really good. But so, they are. So that's our yes. go to Motley Hall Christmas special yeah. recommendation, and. Uh, We'll just wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Yes, and, and a peaceful uh, New Year. And we'll do the sign-off in a few seconds. Okay. Ta-ra. Bye. Family entertainment for the Christmas holiday on BBC One. There's humour from Les Dawson's point of view. Television Centre is one of the great bastions of entertainment. And believe me, within these walls, there are some right bastions. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas chaos supplied by Emu's Broadcasting Company. He's got hold of me trumpet. Oh, look, he's booking. It's a Christmas knockout from Cortina D'Ampezzo in Italy and a seasonal touch to the fun and games. And there's Larry's Christmas Generation Game. I'm going to be with you on Christmas Day and we'll have a lot of fun in store for you, so have a happy Christmas. And, and give us a kiss. Ooh, what a nice girl. Are you being served? And the staff of Grace Brothers lay on a Punch and Judy show. Give it a kiss. Ah! What, oh, get off! What are you doing now? Highlights of the Christmas season on BBC One. Well, that almost wraps it up for this episode, but I think we've just got time to announce our New Year's resolutions, which are, somewhat predictably, 405 lines and 625 lines, interlaced, of course. Cheerio! See you in 2017. That was episode 4 of Round the Archives, starring Lisa Parker and Andrew Trowbridge with Warren Cummings and special guest Terry Malloy. On the musical side, you heard Dan Tate and Paul Chandler. The script for The Ghosts of Motley Hall, The Christmas Spirit, was by Richard Carpenter. And the producer was Quentin Lawrence. Hello and welcome back! With Christmas rapidly approaching, we thought we'd take a look at what's on in fandom over the festive period. 
Well, there's pro-celebrity vid-firing at Piddle Trent Hyde, formation manual deblobbing in Wookie Hole, not to mention a display of reverse standards conversion just outside Wimborne Minster. And our old friends, the over-80s nudist Blake 7 restoration team, will be showing you the... <laughs> what are you laughing at, Warren? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Merry Christmas, VT. 